You know, it's easy during the holiday season, uh, really for any time of the year for that matter, to be overwhelmed with all the tasks and activities to do that we forget to stop and reflect on the true meaning of the holiday. And today we're thinking about Thanksgiving. What are you thankful for? Well, the next half hour, we're going to visit with a dear friend of mine who drove down from Brownsville, Tennessee, and it's good to have Grover Westover here in the studio. Grover, Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for coming by. You brought your guitar. I did. Thank you, Byron, for inviting me back and for uh, your ministry here at WCRV and for the impact that you're making here in the Mid-South for the Lord Jesus. Well, I appreciate your support. We became friends a few years back when you came to Memphis for an interview on Pastors Forum. And I just appreciate your heart, just how God had been leading you and your ministry, your wife, Judy, together. It's just a a really sweet story. As I mentioned, brought your guitar because we wanted you to sing some songs on our show today as we give thanks. You know, as we reflect on this time of the year, I kind of like to back up a little bit if we can. I talked about forgetting why we do what we do sometimes, you know, not just being a time to feast on food, although that's a special thing to do, right? Amen. We enjoy enjoy that. (laughs) Amen. But we look back at the history. The pilgrims were known for their association with the first Thanksgiving festival. They were separatists. That's why they came. They were a set of Protestants who felt that they would be unable to reform the Church of England and therefore needed to separate from their own church. I think originally they uh, went to Holland first. Right. I don't know what the reception was like, but evidently it wasn't too good because they... (laughs) Evidently not. They they didn't stay around long, did they? (laughs) They didn't. So they came here to what we know as America. The pilgrims' first harvest was very bountiful, enough to fill their needs and help them through the winter, which was incredibly harsh, I know, at that time. So even though it had been a harsh year, they still had a reason to celebrate. Yes. I think that's a key point for us to remember. The history has its roots in struggles and harsh times, but there was still a reason to celebrate. Amen. You know, Grover, we've been experiencing in America today a pandemic. We've been experiencing political turmoil, racial turmoil, a lot of issues, but it's still a time to celebrate. It is. So many times uh, I hear people say, well, I just don't feel like giving thanks. The last time I checked, there's not much, if anything, in the Bible about feeling thankful. But uh, if we'll thank the Lord out of obedience, our feelings will catch up. Uh, We just need to obey the Lord and give thanks to him and praise him anyway, even when we don't feel like it. Exactly. That's the key, I think. You know, I've been doing some uh, study recently in the book of Philippians. And, you know, Paul wrote that from a prison cell. Absolutely. And it wasn't a prison cell that had cable TV and three (laughs) meals a day either. Right. Uh, As we look at his writings in times of struggle where he was defending the gospel of Jesus Christ. Exactly. Exactly. He took every opportunity that he had, even in prison, chained to a prison guard, to tell people about Jesus and to encourage the church when he was the one who needed to be encouraged. Exactly. He was still lifting the Lord up and also trying to find ways to lift believers up. Amen. That's really a great example for us as we look where we are today. Let's give thanks. Amen. And why don't we go ahead and kick this program off right now. Do you have a song for us? Well, I do. A lot of my songs um, have sort of a bluegrass flavor to them. This is one that was recorded and written uh, by the Easter Brothers a number of years ago that uh, a lot of our listeners are probably familiar with. And uh, if you feel like singing along, uh, go ahead. 
While the world looks upon me as I struggle along, they say I have nothing, but they are so wrong. In my heart, I'm rejoicing how I wish they could see. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. There's a roof up above me. I've a good place to sleep. There's food on my table and shoes on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord, and a fine family. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Now I know I'm not wealthy, and these clothes, they're not new. I don't have much money, but Lord, I have you. And that's all that matters, though the world may not see. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. There's a roof up above me, I've a good place to sleep. There's food on my table and shoes on my feet. You gave me your love, Lord, and a fine family. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Thank you, Lord, for your blessings on me. Grover, I really like that song. It fits so nicely into what we're sharing today about going through struggles, but remembering to be thankful. The lyrics you said, a roof above and shoes on my feet. Amen. We're looking for the extras. That's right. So we can be thankful. That's right. But to stop and think, I've got shoes on my feet. There's many in the world that don't. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, I think about people who probably live within a stone's throw of where we are today, uh, at least the county where I'm from. Folks just do not have adequate clothing and food and shelter. I'm thankful every day for what God has blessed me with. We have so much to be thankful for. Well, of course, the Word of God is also exhortation and giving thanks. And I found some verses when you think about giving thanks. Jeremiah thirty nineteen says, From them will come songs of thanksgiving and the sound of rejoicing. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Psalm 9, 1 says, I will give thanks to you. Lord, with all my heart, I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. Philippians 4, 6, and 7, familiar verse, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer, petition, with thanksgiving. Amen. Present your request to God. It's a great reminder, right? It is. It is. And again, we keep bringing up the Apostle Paul, but uh, he reminded us in his letter to the Thessalonians to give thanks in all things and all times. There's never a moment when it's inappropriate to give thanks to God. Grover, giving thanks, we said sometimes it's difficult. Your wife, Judy, has struggled with some health issues, and God has delivered her from those which we give thanks for. But when you're going through times like that... In the middle of it, it is tough. 
a little over four years ago, Judy had a liver transplant surgery just right up the road here at Methodist Transplant Center. God could not have put us in a better place. The doctors, the surgeons, the support staff at the hospital were the best uh, in the business. And uh, there were some days that we were wondering, you know, God, uh, why? And then sometimes you, you look back at it and you say, why not? But we had to learn to give thanks in the midst of it. And since uh, her transplant, we're going back periodically for uh, checkups. Everything has gone so well. It's given her reason to be thankful, first of all, for the technology that enables the doctors, the medical community to take a, an organ out of one person who is deceased and put it into another person to extend her life. Isn't that a miracle? It oh, is, it really absolutely. Is. Well, as I was reflecting on those verses in Philippians this morning, I saw that it's for the sake of Christ that we believe, and this other part we don't like, and also to suffer for his sake, yes. too. And that's the <laughs> part we're, we don't like. We're all about, you know, the good times and the good feelings and the mountaintop, but uh, the suffering is what we uh, have difficulty with. And our suffering is not in, in comparison to those martyrs for the cause of right. Christ around the world That's right. or being persecuted for their faith in Christ, like in Paul's day, defending the gospel, but being persecuted as a Christ follower and put in prison. I mean, there's much to be thankful for. How about another song? I, I want to do one that a good friend of mine who I met a few years ago, who Jerry Butler is his name, uh, plays over at Dollywood in a group over there. Jerry introduced me to this song several years ago, and uh, it's just been a blessing to me, and I hope it will all of us experience rain and storms in our lives. All of us are either in a storm, <laughs> we've just come through a storm, or we're headed for a storm, yeah. you know, every one of us. There is a time that we will get beyond the storm, beyond the rain is the title of this song. So I hope you'll enjoy this one. When the skies are getting dark, and the clouds are moving in when the storms of life fill our hearts with pain. Just let our Savior in, for when we trust in Him, He'll lead us beyond the rain. Beyond the rain, there'll be no more dying, no more crying. No more pain When we put our lives In the hands of Jesus He will lead us Beyond the rain When we live our lives alone We try to make it on our own Still the heartaches And emptiness remain But if we'll hold on to God's hand he will lead us to a land where His sun will always shine beyond the rain. Beyond the rain, there'll be no more dying, no more crying, no more pain. When we put our lives in the hands of Jesus, He will lead us. Beyond the rain Now the battle has been won God sent His only Son To fulfill the promise of His name 
If only we believe, oh, what a gift we will receive to live with Jesus beyond the rain. Beyond the rain, there'll be no more dying, no more crying, no more pain. When we put our lives in the hands of Jesus, He will lead us beyond the rain. Beyond the rain, there'll be no more dying, no more crying, no more pain. When we put our lives in the hands of Jesus, He will lead us beyond the rain. He will lead us beyond the rain. Oh, my. Praise God for that. Amen. Grover, thank you for that. Beyond the Rain. I love that song. And so you said a friend of yours wrote that? He didn't write it. I'm not sure who actually wrote the song, but Jerry Butler introduced it to me when he came to our church a few years ago. Nice. And sang. You know, I was just thinking about another verse out of Colossians 3, 16, 17. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. Amen. (laughs) Amen. And that's what we want to do today and encourage our friends out today. Just stop and thank God. Our Thanksgiving needs to be directed. You say, I'm thankful, but specifically give thanks to God. God, I thank you for my wife, or maybe I thank you that I'm struggling here, but I'm trusting you to help me through this time. Amen. Amen. You know, we do sort of uh, what Adrian Rogers used to call wholesale Thanksgiving. Lord, I thank you for my many blessings. Well, uh, let's get specific. You know, when my wife sends me to the grocery store, she sends me with a list. (laughs) And with any luck, I'll bring most of that list back. But if she said, now, I want you to go to the grocery and uh, just get groceries. (laughs) You know, I would come back with Oreos and Fig Newtons and <laughs> potato chips. and <laughs> uh, So when we uh, make a grocery list, we have specific items that we're looking for. And I think when we go to the Lord in Thanksgiving, we need to be specific yes. about thanking God for, uh, for our family, our, our friends, our church. Uh, thank God for the Word of God and for whatever. Be specific. Grover, I noticed that you grew up in the Penson area of Tennessee. Is that I right? I did. I did. I was born what? in Humboldt up in Gibson County, but I spent most of my life in the Penson area south of Jackson. Just right outside of Jackson. Right. There's an right. Indian mound there, Penson Mounds. Yes. I remember Dad taking me to the Indian Mounds before it was made into a state park. One of the mounds happened to be on the property of some friends of ours. We would go back there and find Indian arrowheads, and uh, it was just a, a neat thing. Do you have fond memories of growing up at home, Thanksgiving time? What were some of the family traditions for the Westover home with your parents? Well, my wife and I were talking the other day about that. I, I told her, I said, you know, we never had turkey on Thanksgiving. 
Uh, it wasn't that we had anything particularly against turkeys, but uh, we uh, we enjoyed chicken. So we had chicken for Thanksgiving, chicken and dressing. Fried chicken, grilled chicken, or cooked uh, in, into the dressing? In, into, the, into the dressing. Ooh. And then, of course, we would spend some time with our grandparents as a child growing up. One set of grandparents just lived right up the highway, and another set lived out on the western edge of Madison County. Uh, so we always ended up uh, at both of the grandparents every Thanksgiving. I just enjoyed getting out and, and playing to some time away from school. If there were any chores to be done, why, <laughs> Dad would have us doing some chores before the day was over. Well, as you talk about gathering for family time, some fine memories of families getting together. Of course, with the pandemic and many states are advising people to quarantine or find uh, socially distance right. time, or maybe they are even advising not to spend time together at all. Right, yes. And, and I understand from a medical perspective where they're coming from. But at the same time, as a, as a minister, I believe that there is as much damage being done emotionally and spiritually uh, to folks who are not able to gather with their families. I think of a couple of friends who are in nursing homes right now, and they haven't been able to be with their family. I think of one of my former deacons whose wife is in a nursing home, and uh, he has not been able to see her for several weeks now. And it's just tragic that uh, we're not able to get together. So I, I'm not saying that uh, let's all get together in one big huddle, you know, and, and group together. But at the same time, I think we need to exercise caution. Yes. But families need to come together. Yeah. And I think the church needs yeah. to come together, too. Amen. Amen. I have not pastored since the end of August. So all of this came about at a unique time in my ministry as I've entered a different season of ministry. Uh, so if the pandemic has taught us anything, Byron, it's taught us that, yes, Baptists can have church without a bulletin, and Baptists can have church without a building. We're doing church in different ways uh, since uh, the pandemic began a few months ago. Yeah. And the gospel is getting out more now, I believe, in the last six months than it ever has before. Amen. So praise the Lord. Praise God for that. Amen. Well, I want to hear some more music from you. I'm so glad you brought your guitar. Well, um, this is an old uh, old hymn. You going to capo that one? Let me let me capo this one. I'm going to bring it up a notch from where I've been singing it, and uh, I think this is number six forty four in the Baptist hymnal. <laughs> When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed When you are discouraged thinking all is lost Count your many blessings, name them one by one And it will surprise you what the Lord has done Count your blessings, name them one by one Count your blessings, see what God has done Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. So mid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged, God is over all. Count your many blessings, angels will attend. Help and comfort give you to your journey's end. Count your blessings, name them one by one. 
Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God has done. Oh, that's that Amen. list. Bring of, back some memories. Oh, it does. I love that song. Count your many blessings. Name them one by one. That's what we've been telling you to do today. That's count, right. Count those blessings, that's listener, right. and name them one by one, and it will surprise you to see what God has done. And that's why journaling for many is such a, a great tool as you write life's experiences down each day when you go through struggles and, right. and valleys and dark times. And even on the mountaintops, just journaling what God teaches you through his word, write those verses down, write what he's speaking to you through the word, and then you can go back. I, I have a one that we were missionaries back in the uh, mid-90s raising our support, and to see how it came in from Amen. unexpected <laughs> ways is a reminder of God's Amen. faithfulness. So times of Thanksgiving, days like this, you can just have a corporate time with your family. You remember when God, let's thank God for what Amen. he did there and knowing that he is faithful. David said he has not seen the righteous forsaken. Amen. You know, I, I could uh, think of uh, things, uh, specific ways in recent years that God has moved uh, in my life. And uh, I remember years ago in my radio days, my pastor and I had a, a radio ministry on Sunday evenings. And um, we uh, we were looking for financial support uh, just because I worked at the radio station didn't mean that we didn't have to pay for the radio time and uh, we were uh, at the point where we were going to have to bring an end to the radio ministry my pastor and I prayed in the car as we began to go home that night that God would meet a specific need and a specific dollar amount when we got back to the parsonage uh, that night there was an envelope in his door with the cash to the exact dollar amount. Oh. Now, I have no idea where that came from except the Lord sent it. He sent so it. So God is in the business of ministering to us in specific ways. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts mm. with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Psalm Amen. 100, verse 4. Grover, God bless you, my dear brother. I thank you so much for coming and sharing this time with us and for our listeners to remind us how important it is as we give thanks, we give thanks to God. Thank you, Byron. It's been a joy to be with you today, this beautiful day. I'm so thankful for you and for the ministry of Bot Radio Network and WCRV in particular. You think we could squeeze another quick song in as we say well, goodbye? I believe, I believe we could do that. And uh, this this is, uh, we're thankful not only for what God is doing now, but we're thankful for what he's going to do in the future. And this song speaks to that. There is coming a day when no heartache shall come. No more clouds in the sky. No more tears to dim the eye. All is peace forevermore On that happy golden shore What a day, glorious day That will be What a day that will be When my Jesus I shall see When I look upon his face The one who saved me by his grace when he takes me by the hand And leads me through the promised land What a day, glorious day, that will be 
There'll be no sorrows there, no more burdens to bear, no more sickness, no pain, no more parting over there. And forever I will be with the one who died for me. What a day, glorious day, that will be. What a day that will be When my Jesus I shall see When I look upon his face The one who saved me by his grace When he takes me by the hand And leads me through the promised land What a day, glorious day That will be what a day, glorious day, that will be. It will be a glorious day. Amen. We're excited. That'll make a Baptist shout. <laughs> well, it should make any follower of Christ Amen. shout. Baptist or not, if you're following Christ, that should make you shout, knowing hey, you that Amen. one day. Well, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. Amen. He's so Amen. good. He is. And I think all the time. All the time. And well, Grover, again, thank you so much. We're going to have to say goodbye, but happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you and to your family and to all of the family here, WCRV, and all of those that are listening. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye bye.